Fair Use Notice. This channel may make use of copyrighted material, the use of which has not always been specifically authorized by the copyright owner. This constitutes a fair use of any such copyrighted material as provided for in Section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Law. In accordance with Title 17 U.S.C. Section 107, the material on this channel is offered is offered publicly and without profit to the public users of the internet for comment and nonprofit educational and informational purposes. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is a use permitted. No copyrights is are claimed. The content is broadcast for study, research, and educational purposes. The broadcaster gains no profit from broadcasted content, so it falls under fair use guidelines, www.copyright.gov. And we'll be right back. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was provided by DisclaimerTemplate.com. Hello, my lovely, loyal listeners. Today is October the 12th, 2021. It's a Tuesday. It's my day off, but I just got off work. Somebody called off, so I helped out. I'm no longer a massage therapist. You guys know that. I still have my license and everything, but I'm not doing that right now. But it just dawned on me that I have not made a podcast on this program, Just Miss Rose, in a month. And tomorrow, you guys, tomorrow is the one year anniversary of Just Miss Rose. And it's also my eldest daughter's birthday. So I'm feeling some type of way. So we're going to go down one of the emotional lanes today. And I'll be right back with today's episode of Just Miss Rose. Thank you so much for listening. I love you for listening. We'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on mayoclinic.org. We're under their healthy lifestyle, adult health. And this article is entitled Empty Nest Syndrome. 
Worried about empty nest syndrome? Find out how an empty nest can affect parents, what you can do to prepare for the transition, and how to cope by Mayo Clinic staff. If your last child is all grown up and about to leave home, or he or she has already moved out, you might be experiencing some mixed emotions. Understand why empty nest syndrome happens and what you can do about it. What's empty nest syndrome? Empty nest syndrome isn't a clinical diagnosis. Instead, Empty nest syndrome is a phenomenon in which parents experience feelings of sadness and loss when the last child leaves home. Although you might actively encourage your children to become independent, the experience of letting go can be painful. You might find it difficult to suddenly have no children at home who need your care. You might miss being a part of your children's daily lives, as well as the constant companionship. You might also worry about your children's safety and whether they'll be able to take care of themselves. You might struggle with the transition if your last child leaves the nest a little earlier or later than you expected. If you have only one child or strongly identify with your role as parent, you might have a particularly difficult time adjusting to an empty nest. What's the impact of empty nest syndrome? In the past, research suggested that parents dealing with empty nest syndrome experience a profound sense of loss that might make them vulnerable to depression, alcoholism, identity crisis, and marital conflicts. Recent studies suggest that an empty nest might reduce work and family conflicts and can provide parents with many other benefits. When the last child leaves home, parents have a new opportunity to to reconnect with each other, improve the quality of their marriage, and rekindle interests for which they previously might not have had time. How can I cope with empty nest syndrome? If you're experiencing feelings of loss due to empty nest syndrome, take action. For example, accept the timing. Avoid comparing your child's timetable to your own experience or expectations. Instead, focus on what you can do to help your child succeed when he or she does leave home. Keep in touch. You can continue to be close to your children even when you live apart. 
make an effort to maintain regular contact through visits, phone calls, emails, texts, or video chats. Seek support. Share your feelings with loved ones and friends whose children have recently left home. If you feel depressed, consult your doctor or a mental health provider. Stay positive. Thinking about the extra time and energy you might have to devote to your marriage or personal interests after your last child leaves home might help you adapt to this major life change. Can I prevent emptiness syndrome? If your last child is about to leave home and you're worried about emptiness syndrome, plan ahead. Look for new opportunities in your personal and professional life. Keeping busy or taking on new challenges at work or at home can help ease the sense of loss that your child's departure might cause. And that is the conclusion of this article, Emptiness Syndrome from MayoClinic.org. And we'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause. I love you for listening. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day is Syndrome. It's a noun, a group of symptoms which consistently occur together or a condition characterized by a set of associated symptoms. A characteristic combination of opinions, emotions, or behavior. Syndrome. Brought to you by Oxford Languages. And we'll be right back. My lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website verywellfamily.com. We're under their challenges and this article is entitled Five Ways to Cope with Empty Nest Syndrome by Amy Morin, LCSW, updated on September 17, 2020, medically reviewed by Carly Snyder, M.D. When much of your life has been defined as a parent, it's hard to adjust to life without kids in the home. Parents who have a particularly difficult transition experience what's known as empty nest syndrome. Empty nest syndrome refers to the feelings of sadness and loss some parents experience when the last child leaves the family home. Although it isn't an official clinical diagnosis, the problem is still very real. 
Parents with empty nest syndrome experience a deep void in their lives. They often feel lost. They may also struggle to allow their adult children to have autonomy. Some couples experience higher levels of conflict when one or both parent partners have empty nest syndrome. This can compound feelings of loneliness and distress. Fortunately, there are some things you can do to address empty nest syndrome. If you're struggling to deal with your children moving out of the home, these five strategies can help. 1. Identify your roles. You've been a lot of things in your life, daughter or son, friend, employee, maybe aunt or uncle, but none may feel as important as the role of parent. Rest assured that you can still carry that label proudly. It's just it just might not be at the forefront anymore. Identify new roles you want to fill during this empty nest phase of your life. Do you want to be a volunteer, a generous neighbor, an involved community member? Now that you have more time on your hands, you have the opportunity to explore other activities that can give you meaning and purpose. Clarifying the roles you'd like to fill now that you're an empty nester can ensure you feel valuable. 2. Reconnect with your partner. You might be totally focused on how your life is going to change after your child leaves, and in your mind that might not be for the better. Remember those years before you had kids? Though when it was just the two of you, it's time to make more memories as a twosome. Travel without worrying about who's going to stay with the kids. Plan date nights without thinking about a babysitter and cook whatever meals you want without considering if a picky eater is going to complain about it. If many of your activities centered around going to kids' sporting events and school plays, it might take some effort to figure out what other activities you can enjoy together. But the extra planning will pay off. Three, reconnect with yourself. Did you have any hobbies that you gave up as parenting took over your life? An empty nest means that you have time to get back in touch with that side of you. With your kids' stuff gone, there is now more space in your home to store the supplies you need to immerse yourself in activities you love. Perhaps you'd like to return to a hobby that you pushed aside when you became a parent. Or maybe there's something you always wanted to try but you never had time. If you aren't sure what you'd like to do, pick something and give it a try by taking a class or testing out a short-term project. If you find out it's not for you, try something else. This is a great time to explore your interests. 
Number four, find new challenges. Ease the sense of loss that you might feel about your child growing up by finding a new personal or professional challenge to tackle. Whether you've dreamed of running a road race or you always wanted to redesign a room in your home, now might be the best time to dive in. You might even take on something even bigger, such as volunteering with a charity, which can help you find a place to direct your focus. However, avoid making any life-altering decisions in the first six months or so after your child moves out. Don't sell your house or leave your job unless you would had that planned far in advance. The emotional roller coaster associated with empty nest syndrome can cloud your judgment. Making a big change while when you're feeling emotional might prevent you from making your best decision. Number five, resist the urge to check in too much. If you obsessively monitor your child's social media accounts, call every morning, and spend every minute worrying about how your child is doing in college or in their new place, you won't be able to move on with your life. Coping with empty nest syndrome means letting go and letting your child grow into an independent adult. Of course, You should certainly check in on your child's well-being, but give your child some privacy and the space to make a few mistakes. It's healthier for both of you. A word from very well. No matter what you do to shift your focus from your empty nest, it won't change initial feelings of sadness. You need to grieve what you've lost. One phase of your life is over. Your children are no longer living at home and time has likely passed by faster than you ever imagined. Coming to terms with this new phase in your life can be tough, but most parents find they're able to adjust to their new roles and they develop a new sense of normal. If you find that empty nest syndrome is getting worse instead of better, or it doesn't resolve within a couple of months, talk to a mental health professional. Your feelings of loneliness or emptiness may require treatment. And that is the conclusion of this article from VeryWellFamily.com, Five Ways to Cope with Empty Nest Syndrome. And you guys, that is going to be the conclusion of this episode of Just Miss Rose. I love you so much for listening. And I will see you tomorrow in our second season. Now, I don't know what changes we're going to make for the second season. But it's still going to be Just Miss Rose. Ours is still going to be for random. Now, don't let anybody take you out of your square. Do not compare yourself to other people because there's no one that can compare to you because you're the only you there is. And you're doing a dang on good job of doing you. I will see you on the flip side. I love you for listening. Stay safe.